Hello and welcome to podcast to the Brian Hornback Experience, episode sixty-six. We've got another of the of the many candidates who are running uh, in the May third Republican or Democrat or Independent ballot. We've talked to a few of them, but tonight, or or as you're watching this, it, we are doing this at night. Uh, I have Miss Rhonda Lee. She's running for county commission out in the seventh district. That's Powell and Halls and all that stuff in between. Rhonda, how are you? I'm great, Brian. Well, great. We appreciate you coming on here. I know you've had a long day of uh, uh, knocking on doors, and uh, I appreciate you talking to us for a few minutes before you uh, head to bed. And then I'm sure tomorrow we're doing this on a Saturday night. Uh, on a Saturday night, so I'm sure you'll be in church tomorrow and, and start campaigning again sometime tomorrow afternoon as well. So uh, appreciate you joining us. So. Thank you for- having me absolutely so some folks probably remember you from a, a year or so ago when you as, as a private attorney ran for a uh, public defender in the republican primary uh yes. came up a little short and and that happens from time to time but um now you're running for county commission so a mother of six grandmother of 11 so kind of tell us kind of tell us about Rhonda lee and 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 how you got into practicing law and being a mother and a grandmother and all those good things? Well, Brian, I've been in the Powell, Powell area for 35 years. Wow. Eight generations of Tennessee. Um, I've got six kids, 11 grandkids. All my kids uh, attended school in Powell. Um, and I've lived in this community, love this community. Um, I was in real estate for almost 20 years and in the home building business. Uh, we built homes in Knox County. And then uh, <clears throat> had a change of career and a path, and I felt like God was leading me to go back to school and had something else that he wanted me to do to make a difference in people's lives. So I began a nine-year journey. I went to uh, UT for uh, my undergrad degree, which was five years. And then when it came time to go to law school, I couldn't go to UT because I, you know, couldn't, I couldn't work, and I still had to work and Still had three kids and three of my children at home. And so I went down and looked at the Nashville School of Law. So for four years, I commuted from Powell to Nashville School of Law and got my law degree. Wow. You actually, worked, you actually commuted back and forth to Nashville for the Nashville School yes. of Law. Wow. For four years, yes. Yes. Wow. And uh, then after, uh, in the middle of law school, I got cancer. Mm. And, uh, but, uh, you know, God, God healed me. I'm still here. I past the bar and I've been practicing. Um, I do, um, the focus of my practice is criminal defense and I am a solo practicing attorney. I hung my own shingle and I help a lot of people in the community that are indigent that can't afford counsel because everybody, according to our constitution is entitled to representation. So I have a lot of people with mental health issues, drug addiction, and, uh, you know, they're entitled to be treated fairly as provided by our constitution. So that's what I do. And then, uh, two years, you know, when this COVID thing started, um, we saw how important that our local government was. And, uh, you know, we saw all this businesses being shut people in our community lost jobs and we were shut down and it really prompted me that I need to be involved. And, you know, I have a five-year-old granddaughter who's wearing a mask 10 hours a day. And I think, you know, I, my legal skills that I need to be a voice for our community and keep our local conservative values. 
and uh, that's why I'm running. Well, very good. Let's, uh, let, uh, of course, folks can find you on Facebook. Uh, they can also find you at voterondalee.com. Uh, but uh, let's kind of talk about some of the things that you've kind of highlighted in your campaign. And, and I'm sure these are these are things that you're hearing as you're knocking on the hundreds of doors out there. The first one is kind of prioritizing public safety and law enforcement. Uh, there, there appears to be a real problem in Knox County uh, in the last four years. You know, we've lost about 500 uh, patrol uh, uh, Knox County Sheriff's Office employees. So kind of talk about your, your thoughts on, on, on the prioritizing public safety and law enforcement from a, from a county commissioner perspective. Well, uh, public safety and our law enforcement is very important to me. I think that we should pay our officers good money. We should recruit quality people. I think that the shortage has been a nationwide issue, and we've had so much uh, this backlash from the liberal government that wants to, you know, uh, crucify our law enforcement. I think we have some really good law enforcement officers out there, and we need to pay them well and take care of them, and they will take care of us. And I think that's very important, and I think that we, you know, that's one thing is that we need to support our law enforcement and I'm very um, pro law enforcement. And I think that that's, that's a priority for me. And I think that anyone in our community should uh, support, support the blue because they do, they do matter and they take care of us. And I think we should take care of them. Right. And then also, then the next thing we're, we're going to talk about is uh, an increase in county property tax or sales tax. And I think what's been, Golly, it was sometime back in, I don't know, back in the 90s, last time we had a a, um, a, a, sell, a property tax increase, 90, I don't remember how many percents, it, how many cents it was. But anyway, we had, we had a significant uh, county property tax uh, several years ago. They then had a, the wheel tax uh, that they went up to about, I just, matter of fact, just uh, paid for, well, I, didn't, I didn't pay for my wife's license plate. She paid for it. I went and picked it up. Friday, but, um, you know, $36 on every, on every license plate. So we've got a lot of taxes, uh, and we've not had any significant increases. So, you know, I think obviously you as as one of nine County commissioners, and of course there's two at larges, uh, you all have to continue to massage the budget, uh, to, I guess, take away some things in order to give more to, to law enforcement and, and teachers. Uh, so I, I, you know, have you, I'm sure just now running, you haven't had a chance to really look at the budget that close, but uh, I guess, I guess your emphasis will be on uh, trying to help the mayor to tweak that budget to where it would be more uh, advantageous to law enforcement and, and particularly maybe, maybe schools as well. Right. Right. But I would not support any property tax increase. Right. I would, I would not support that at all. I think that we are overly taxed by our government as it is. And I think that we need to look for ways where we can cut back with any government or any business, there's waste. Right. So I think we need to cut back where we can, but I would not support any property tax increase. Right. Then then we talk about investment in essential infrastructure. You know, one, one problem that the county's had for a number of years is the fact that we just don't pave roads. Uh, we don't pay, pave enough roads. And and, you know, every winter we go through this, we wind up with potholes that are causing people to um, to bust tires and all those kind of things. So I'm assuming that you're kind of talking about that infrastructure and then you're just talking about, I guess, some of the other county-owned 
keeping up with all the other county owned um infrastructure we have correct yes 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 we should uh our roads should be the best roads to drive on we should improve you know our bridges whatever needs addressed because that's not only just a public safety but that's what we should have not people running down the roads and getting flat tires because you know that stuff so yes that is very important and you know the government has set aside a lot of money for the infrastructure so i think the 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 money is there but we need to take advantage of it to use it to improve improve all of our infrastructure right now uh obviously the last couple of years um everything about education has been about what's going on with covid obviously we're we're under a federal uh, judge's injunction uh, mandating a mask in all the schools, not only for students, but for faculty and, and staff as well. So, um, you know, I mean, obviously, hopefully we're going to get past that at some point in the hopefully near future. Um, and so, you know, over the next four years, how do you, uh, I mean, are you going to be visiting the schools? Are you going to be um, you know, communicating with the PTAs and, and, and the principals and, and, and in particular, you're going to have a new school board uh, representative out there in um, out there in the seventh district where you're at. There's a school board election coming up. I think there's a primary coming up in May between um, Sherry Garrett and Steve Triplett. And then, uh, and then in August, there's going to be a, um, a, a, an independent running as well. So you'll have to then, so the both both of you will be kind of rookies. So uh, you know that will um, that will be an interesting thing. But kind of talk about what you're not only what you see as a grand as a grandparent with kids in the public schools, and it, obviously you had six kids that went through the Powell schools. So just kind of talk about what you've seen uh, there and what you're hearing as you knock on doors. Well, I think that uh, the man the mask mandate is a big issue. That's just one of the main things that prompted me to run. But I want mm. to be very involved in the schools and getting to know the elementary, the middle school, the high school uh, principals, you know, hear what PTA members, what's important to them, see what our schools need. I want to be very involved with that. Um, the school board, I think that's very important. I think that we need to protect our kids from this uh woke culture and uh, uh, we need to protect our history and we need to give the money. Uh, I believe that the, the money should follow the child. So mm. I would, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I think that our schools are very important and I want to keep our values that we believe in. And I would hope as a County commissioner, I, I can't get too much. I don't have any control over the school board, but I think that it's very important to be involved and know what the school board's doing. Right. And, and, you know, we're going to, the legislature, I guess, uh, governor Lee and, and the legislature are talking about tweaking the, the funding formula. So a lot of that, you know, even the local school board can't really control. So it's just about, uh, having a relationship with, with your school board as a commission, as I see it. Um, yes just having that relationship with whoever your school board uh, representative is uh, on September 1st, when, when you would then take the oath of office um, as the new County commissioner uh, accountability and transparency to Hallsdale Powell. You know, I, I came out there, I get it was before COVID, but I guess it was right after uh, mayor Jacobs was elected almost four years ago. There were a couple of different public meetings. Uh, one was held at the Powell library. And then another one was held at, at uh, Bricky McLeod Elementary School. 
has any as as have those meetings um, calmed the uh, the ratepayers of Hallsdale Powell down? What's what's going on with Hallsdale Powell? The issue back then was, as I recall it, was just that the the rates were pretty high and and the folks just didn't feel like they were getting the service that they were paying for. Is that is that still going on? Has it calmed down a little bit? What's going on no, with that? No, it, Brian, it has not calmed down. And I will tell you that is the number one issue that of when I'm knocking on doors in my campaign is the Hallsdale Powell. And uh, Hallsdale Powell, I've met with them. I spent almost four hours with them. Um, I'm not trying to be at war with Hallsdale Powell, but we need to work together. You know, the people in this community are being just just astronomical their their rates and they do not uh house of house 167 million dollars in debt wow and i think that this is something that really seriously needs to be addressed because expecting the 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 community the the people the users of hallsdale powell to absorb that debt is just you know there has to be how do you sustain 160 million dollars 67 million dollars of debt I mean, there's got to be a breaking point. And I'm in talking to people at the door, they're begging. They're begging. And as a county commissioner, no, I can't change rates. But I think that we can make enough noise to, like, say, what can we do? We've got to do something. Because that is the number one issue at the door, Hallsdale Powell. So, and, you know, we've got people who's got, you know, maybe one person in the family. They're having $100 a month bills. Mm. And, then, you know, over at First Utility and West Knox. Their bills are a lot cheaper. They are um, they are in the black. They they are sustaining their utility company. They're not in debt, and I think we just need to look for ways that we can address those and not ignore the people. So no, that issue is not going away. And since I've been running, I I couldn't believe how many people are just hurting and they're just begging for some acknowledgement so, so people to listen to so they can have a voice and they're not getting that and that's what they're all riled up about and i think you know i'm an advocate for people who don't have a voice and i can use my um, skills as a lawyer to say hey you know let's be transparent let's be accountable and if the state's not giving hallsdale Powell money for all this road expansion we need to be getting some of it because so, we can't expect the customers to absorb that debt. So now Hallsdale Powell, they, they only provide water and sewer, correct? Correct, correct. So who do the people in Powell and Halls, those, those where do you, who provides the electricity and who provides the um, the internet? I mean, I, not, well, not the internet. KUB. KUB, KUB for KUB electric KUB and natural gas? The electric and the gas. Okay. You have gas. Yeah, and then, uh, your internet could that's be who, yeah, that's, you know, that's, different that's, providers, that's, Comcast, yeah, or whoever, whoever you whoever you choose. Yeah, so right. yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm where I live. I mean, I've got First Utility Water, I've got LCUB, Lenore City Utility Board for um, electric, and I have KUB for natural gas. And, and you know, uh, if if one person's getting a hundred dollar water and uh, and sewer bill, that that seems that seems a bit. Um, it seems a bit large because I think Hallsdale Powell is one of the oldest uh, utility districts in the county, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, that, that'll that be something to look up at another day. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's an issue for sure because, I mean, uh, folks that live on um, 
well, let's just face it with our economy, uh, people's, um, people's salaries are not increasing at the rate that, uh, it appears that those, um, those utility rates are, are costing folks in Hallsdale pals. So, um, yeah. so have you enjoyed, uh, have you enjoyed the door to door? I mean, I know it's, I know it's, uh, a lot of work, but are, are you enjoying it so far? I love going door to door. I love meeting people in the community. I love hearing what's important to them. That's probably the best part is meeting the people at the door and having a one-on-one with them. That That is the best part. Well, and there's uh, as best I could tell, we, we thought that it was only going to be you and, and one other opponent, but uh, another one got in late. Uh, is, is there, th- is there still three people yes. in the Republican yes. primary? And we don't, we don't, we don't, I mean, obviously I'll try to get everybody on a podcast at some point, but obviously we don't, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to give um, your opponent's name ID while, while we're on here. So um, are, are you the, are you the most aggressive campaigner? Have you seen your, have you seen your uh, uh, other opponents out and about? Um, how's how's that going? Not, I have not, um, not seen them out door to door. Right. Um, maybe some of the, you know, Republican functions, but. I, I haven't seen them out in the community. Right. Well, um, so you've been an active member at First Apostolic Church in Knoxville, I believe. Yes. yes. Uh, Pastor Mark McCool, that is, um, that's the uh, the son of uh, Pastor Billy McCool, right? Yes. Yes, was, that's correct. When, when he was getting his, I guess his, I guess he was doing some student teaching back in about 1983 or 84. He was, uh, he was the student teacher of the art teacher at Carter High School. So uh, I had oh, okay. I had I had Mark for a, a period of time back. Oh, golly, about forty years ago. So oh, anyway, okay. anyway, uh, a very a very good uh, church over there in North Knox, Northwest Knox County, North Knox County, whatever you want to call it. Uh, anything else you really want to talk about um, that uh, separates you from uh, any? Uh, opponent you might have in the Republican primary on May the 3rd, which early vote starts April 13th April and runs 13th. through the 28th. Yeah. I, I am the Christian conservative candidate. Um, I would like to put that in there. I'm proud to be a Christian and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, I'm a person of faith and I will work hard for this community and be a voice for this community. And uh, and I think I, I strive to protect our conservative values and uh, this community means everything to me. My first priority is um, God and then my family and then my community. So I will work hard for this community. Very good. Well, we, we've been on here about 20 minutes and I, and I think as a, as an experienced litigator, I think you have, uh, you, you and I have uh, sufficiently kind of covered all the, uh, all, all the major issues in your campaign. Folks can find you at vote uh, that's right, right? It's vote Rhonda Lee at gmail.com. That's yep. my email. That's your but email. Facebook is vote Rhonda Lee. Yes. Yep, yep. And so, uh, folks, you go to Facebook, go to vote Rhonda Lee. Uh, that will give you a link back to her. Uh, you can find the link to her actual website. You can find all the all the late breaking good stuff that's going on in Rhonda's campaign on Facebook. And uh, I think I saw a link to your Instagram on there as well. So, um, we wish you good luck uh, and uh, appreciate you being on the Brian Hornback experience and any news or any activities that you've got going on, you be sure and send it to us. And, and as always uh, we will uh, 
throw those up on brianhornback.com and uh, hope to have you back on the Brian Hornback experience after the primary. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate your giving me this opportunity to talk to you and the listeners, but I would appreciate everybody's support and most of all your prayers. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Bye-bye.